you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It is I, DJ Impact. We have Sid City, Steve, Simon Street. No Matt Michaels tonight. He's at an FSW event. Um, and we also don't have to have the uh, fan blowing in the background, so that's great, too. Uh, but we... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't say that, did I? Um... Hold on one second. Hold on one second. <laughs> oh, is that going to work? Is that going to work? At least your 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 fan is very quiet. I tell you that he has like an industrial commercial. Uh, Does he have the Walmart box fan? <laughs> I don't know, but it's you want to know why the fan going on so bad? That dude's over there in the headquarters of the Doom, the Doom <laughs> headquarters and shit, just just concocting all types of negativity and one sided opinions and fuck oh, all our opinions. Oh, that's funny. Well, look, oh, we I keep ha- missing this guy. I gotta. You wanted me to debate him originally, right? Well, you know what? We'll see. You, you have to. We have to. They have to be like a Simon Street or Sin City that's not on the show, or and then you will pop on with him. Unless Let's do it like Brady Bunch and put a square in the center. <laughs> Just be, all of you versus me. <laughs> well, look, Rob. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being on, man. We appreciate it. And welcome to Three Count. Uh, everyone who's watching live, make sure you throw your comments in the box. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. So feel free to throw. Any of your comments in, we always appreciate it. All right, uh, let's get three counts started. It's time. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. All right, here's our first count. And this one is Mark Henry on AEW firing CM Punk. The so-called problem is gone. There should be no more complaining. And that's from Fightful.com. Now, just to, uh, you know, read a little bit from this, it just speaks on that uh, they don't bust it open radio. The AEW talent, Mark Henry, was asked if he thought the AEW was in a better place without Punk. And Henry Henry said yes. And then elaborated by saying, now you can freely go there and be no more complaining. There should be no more complaining. The problem is gone. The so-called problem is everything should be shits and giggles and unicorn pee and rainbow blankets. That's what it should be now. I'm curious to see how it's going to be. The problem is solved. Uh, now, uh, further down the article, it says that Dave Le- uh, uh, LaGreca had mentioned that fans got tired of talking about the punk drama, to which Henry commented, Quote, that's Punk's fault. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's not as a question. That's Punk's fault? End quote. Now, LaGreca and Henry both agree that, quote, public perception-wise, end quote, Punk was being blamed for much of it. Uh, Henry did say that there's always have, always 
been stooges and moles and you want to nip that in the bud and put punishment out there for it. And if you find out this person did this or leaked that, then, you know, how can you trust that? You have to you, you have to have heard punishment for that or I, I don't think there is. I think people feel there's going to get a slap on a risk of anything. So they're they're going to keep exposing what happened behind the scenes. It sucks. End quote. All right. So Sin City, Steve, this was uh, mainly your article here. Uh, yeah, it looks like that. Uh, Mark Henry is saying, okay, the problem is, uh, is, is, is gone. I mean, what was your take on this when you read it? So the thing that I think that we really need to look at when it comes to this article and the audio clip, um, that was referenced in this. Mm -hmm. And that is that Mark Henry is saying things very tactfully. Uh, he is saying the so-called problem is gone. So now mm -hmm. there should be no more complaining. So thus, what that tells me is if we continue to see backstage spats with people or anything of that nature, then the problem extends beyond just CM Punk. Mm. And without without Pepsi Phil in the building, everything better be happy go lucky. Everybody should just get along, and yeah. you know it should be it should be a great work environment for absolutely everybody. <laughs> um, the yeah. the fact is, we all know that that's probably not a hundred percent the case. Um, now, who knows? We're, for all we know, we we are you know. We're, I'm a fucking Mark with a microphone. Okay. I say it usually, <laughs> uh, you know, on a consistent basis on this show. But yeah. the fact of the matter is this there, things had to be done. Um, things were spiraling out of control. And, you know, if you look at it and you want to take sides with this, um, it was CM Punk versus the elite which obviously the Young Bucks, Omega, Hangman Page, but now also Jungle Boy. So right there, you have to look at, okay, CM Punk did draw numbers for the company. That is indisputable. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, are you going to sacrifice the future of your company for the present and the quickly aging past? That's... Mm real question that has to be asked and i was a fan of cm punk i am still a fan of cm punk's in-ring work um because i'm able to separate you know the person from the in-ring work uh, i think that that is something that doesn't get done in today's wrestling fandom um you can enjoy and you can you can appreciate someone's match performances without caring too much for them as a person. Um, I can say this. I've only met Phil Brooks a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's, he's always been extremely cordial. So I, I obviously, I am not, you know, anybody that would be an adversary for him. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to discuss the things that we see. And yeah. And the things that we hear, um, we'll talk about it later, but 
there were some legal letters that were even sent out from Phil's camp to the Young Bucks uh, revolving around stuff that they did on being the elite of all things, which if you're not aware, being the elite is the Young Bucks vlog uh, that they upload every Monday to YouTube. Um, so that happened. Um, and then also there were conditions uh, for the Young Bucks sitting down with CM Punk and actually hashing it out. They were open to it with an asterisk. And like I said, hopefully we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit later on. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting stuff, man. So check this out. What I'm going to do now, I'm going to go right into to count two. And then because it's all this is going to kind of connects. And then from that point, I'm going to go with uh, Simon Street and Rob. Um, and then if you want to talk more about what Mark Henry said, we, we could do that as well. All right. So let's go right right now into count two. And this one was Matt Matters. He had a very long article. It's called Cons to Blame for Punk Mess, AEW Workplace Woes. And this is from SlamWrestling.net. So I'm just going to just point out uh, just a, a few things that was mentioned. Uh, for starters, he, he talks about that since its exception, AEW, that has been one big cluster fuck behind the scenes. So he mentions that. He also talks about how Khan has allowed employees to run uh, a rough shot all over AEW. He goes into a whole thing with that. He even mentions because he, he does a, he does a lot of uh, connecting WCW uh, with what's happening. He said, like WCW, another adult daycare back in the day. The inmates are running the asylum, and to make matters worse, it is the wrong inmates who are allowed to do so. He goes into that. He talks about the honeymoon phase. It's all over for AEW. You know, it's time for the company to stop being a clubhouse, a fraternity, or sorority. Grew, grow, uh, grew up and became a real corporation with standards, policies, and EVPs who behave like real EVPs in every sense of the word. A company that doesn't allow talent to work injured. A company that has a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to not only a workplace violence, but also abuse and harassment which includes employees airing dirty laundry, company business, and um, assassinating the character of other employees on television, social media, and to the media at large. And he said these things would get you a final warning or immediate termination at any other company. Boy, that kind of sounds like it would. Let me just mention a few other things he go into. Very long article. He talks about how, uh, how things went down at the... Um, uh, start off at the what was that the all in uh, event? Um, he goes into that, but what I found interesting is that he says uh, it all began as news were surfacing the uh, the meeting between Punk and the Elite to iron out their differences and bury the hatchet, and was canceled by the Elite. Then coincidentally, CM Punk's travel arrangement at AEW was so screwed up that he had to take the tube, which is a subway, to his hotel. Was it any wonder that a spiteful, immature, and unprofessional Jack Perry Cop Punk and others out live on the show for now allowing him to work with real glass in the past? That Punk confronting him backstage after his match on the pre-show was over. They go into that. Um, they talk about in all fair. Uh, they, they talk about now to make things even worse. You had Khan that made a public statement on television uh, that was, I guess, clearly written by his legal counsel. And this is what he said. And I quote, 
I've been going to wrestling shows for over 30 years. I've been producing them on this network for nearly four years. Never in all that time have I ever felt until last Sunday that my security, my safety, my life was in danger at a wrestling show. He goes into a whole thing with that. How can you go out there and talk about how your life is in danger and yet still have this person go out and perform, be around other talent? Is this really something that's a, a, a danger or not? What are you saying? Because what you're saying now, you're acting at two different things. He ends this, whole, this, this long article just by saying, look, he can't make everyone get along. Think about that. The owner of a company worth a billion dollars, the person who personally signs their paychecks and sets company policy says he cannot make people work together or settle or set aside their personal differences while under his employee. Instead, he creates a new wrestling show to separate the side camps. What kind of leadership is that? No wonder his employees continue to just do whatever they want to whomever they want. Listen, I'm going to end it right there, but you know, it, it goes back to just thinking about uh you know what what mark henry was you know just kind of throwing out there here uh i i i don't know is 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 everything supposedly just all good now punk apparently was just the issue but according to matt here looked like it was more than just him it looked like tony khan it starts from the top i've been talking a lot i'm gonna start with you rob first um What's your thoughts on all of this that we've talked about? We're uh, going to have this long discussion. Let's go. Uh, does everyone or has everyone forgotten the flight from hell where people nearly died on an airplane? That was unruly. This is just high school shit. All right. Okay. People did something like they drew on Brock Lesnar's face and there was shaving cream. So they tried to open a door in mid fly. Ric Flair showing his dick to, to airline employees. That That's really bad. And and who was in charge back then to keep these guys in line? It was Jim Ross. They said to Jim Ross, "Hey, you were the you were the in you know you were the talent manager back then. You're not just the announcer. People forget about that. How deep it all ran. You know, WWE back then was just what you were seeing was you know the tip of the iceberg. Now we let's fast forward to today. The guy who was the face of this company was not Tony Khan." He wasn't even close. He was the background nerdy guy. It was it was Cody. Cody was the guy who came out in the three-piece suit, cut the promos about the company, was the face of the company, had his own version of the Miz show. After that show, he was the guy, and he left and he goes, I'm so glad I got out of there. That was the canary in the coal mine, not CM Punk. CM Punk is CM Punk. Phil Brooks is Phil Brooks. He's a he's a freaking spoiled brat. And you were saying earlier about the guy who ain't shit, but he knows everything that goes on in the business. That's him. Because <laughs> think about it. He gets in 2021, right? Biggest pops ever. They yeah. give him a feud with MJF. Great mic skills. A testament to both guys. Okay. 2022, he gets the belt and he has a media scrum. Now, again, I've said this before. I never paid attention to media scrums. I didn't even know they had them for wrestling. I remembered it on a New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I remember them being just very dry and boring. Um, you know, they're quick in and out. Um, so I'm paying attention to this one, and it it brought the wrong type of notoriety. The well, not notoriety, the wrong attention to the company. So 
He's talking shit about Tony Khan and EVPs and there's biting in the back afterwards and all this crap. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. First of all, did you deserve to get the belt one year in? Okay, so it was predetermined. We're buying you because we need you to be the new face of our company. There's a vacuum here now, and we don't have enough faith in the rest of our talent to be an ensemble, you know? Right. It's like uh, Star Trek without Captain Kirk. Not the same. So we needed that new lead guy, and we get him, and... He comes out like the voice of the people, and then backstage you find out he's a dick. Okay. A year in now, it's 2022, you've got the belt. And you're scrapping? You're, you're beefing behind the scenes? Look, they tell me all the time at a retail job, you fuck up on the sales floor, take it outside. Don't ever air your shit out there because whether you like it or not, this has, I got to pay for this every month. I got car bills and I've got rent and I've got, why would I shit where I eat? I'm always going to run into people I don't like. I'm 43 years old. I'm an adult. I got to act like it even when I don't want to, you know? Right. There's a lot of people I like to tell them, go fuck off. He, he sees some of the jackasses I work with. <laughs> no shit. And, right. Yeah. And you, you walk in, but this is on a bigger stage. Okay. If I piss off 11 people, in a small retail space, whatever, I can go somewhere else. If I piss off 11 people at a multi-billion dollar company, that is both the fault of the guy running the company that let that culture breed and also the fault of the, of the talent themselves. But let's not ever act like this is anything to the level of the shit that happened in WWE. We, you know, we talk about Trish Stratus being this role model for women. I remember Trish Stratus in a bucket of mud being Vince McMahon's whore. And she gladly yep. took that role. I'm not even yep. making a joke. She gladly took that role. And now WWE tries to polish her up and say, oh, well, she's a role. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. And that's the culture that was wrestling. So everything that is happening today is kitty shit. Compared to what was happening 20 years ago. Absolute kitty shit that all these guys. By the way, is nobody noticing that like most of the guys are fairly clean? But I see, uh, I see uh Swerve Strickland. Swerve Strickland has a distended belly with a six-pack abs. That means he's on steroids. You only get a belly with ripples on it if you're using steroids. <laughs> There's no way, and also the hey. same thing with Luchasaurus. You don't have a, a you don't have a bulging gassy six-pack unless you're on roids that's the result of that mgf has got roids going he's got the the back knee going on again but are we going to act like every single wrestler from 1985 to 2005 wasn't doing the exact same thing in wwe all right so, so okay okay it's I gotta, kitty I gotta, shit it's gotta, apples gotta, to oranges i gotta get over to simon here but listen yes that happened all the way back in the day but listen we're only we talking about it because it's a new company and we want them to do better and we want there to be competition. Uh, I think that Cody Rhodes knew that Tony biggest, Khan was in over his head. Listen, here's the problem. And that's the, it. He needs a showrunner. The biggest problem is, and let me go over to you, Simon. Absolutely. I think the biggest problem is, is that, first off, why is your boss becoming more of your, of your friend and your homie than just being your boss? 
You know, one thing this article Matt talked about, and I didn't even talk about it, but he says, as an editor, there's times where I've had to fire people, fire my friends, fire people who uh, who, are, who worked for me or associates or coworkers, and it's something that is uncomfortable. Sometimes it's awkward, but I'm running a business here. We don't see that happening a lot of times with, with, with Tony Khan here. He's trying to make everything, everyone happy. Like he talks about, he puts on this, another show just to separate everyone that's not going to fix the issue what is your take simon street of what's going on I i'm trying to figure out is punkers the issue or is cons the issue some people say things start at the top but right now punk is the one that's getting shitted on you tell me what's your thoughts first and foremost shout out to uh both of you fine gentlemen y'all uh were like my right and my left brain uh stated literally both substantial facts of to this problem that we have. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say my statement addressed off of kind of both of what y'all talked about. So <clears throat> punk is not all the problem. Punk been punk's problems been punk's problems since punk had, was literally in WWE's ECW. Phil's always been that way. Plain and simple. There's been other wrestlers that's been the same way. They've been able to squeeze water out of rock, and make sure it don't break any windows if you get my drift. It is true. The shit that went down on the plane ride from hell was way bigger, and that was one that you heard about. There's been many a stories I've heard of WWE talent fucking up shit. And when I mean fucking up shit, I mean fucking up shit and be like, nah, Vince, Vince got this. Street, you better watch out before you get censored, too. <laughs> Nah. Just like what he did to Rob. He cut him off really quick when he started talking about WWE. Well, I'll tell you what. I only get censored if, if y'all cut off my feed or I get a cease and desist. Hey, it's so super fly. She's cold. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. Um, so with that being said, gentlemen, I truly have been very upfront, uncensored as hell, um, and said that Tony Khan runs his company like a what? Oh, y'all scared to say it? Like a bitch. Ah. And these are the examples. Do you see what I'm saying? And it's not me to be rude or crash with him. I'm being honest because people who run successful companies, that's what they're talking about. And it's sad because the product that you have is amazing. I don't give a shit. Michael's ain't here. It is amazing. The shit that you've been able to do WCW record exact been been like I wish we could have made some of those decisions. I wish and and we have the money and the capital to make shit flow. Come on now. So that's why I can say Tony, you are running your company like a bitch because there's always going to be someone with the behavior like a Phil. There's always going to be somebody that's going to have this next new type of problem. This is what the industry is now. WWE has learned their lessons. They've learned to put the right people in place. They've learned to suppress this airing out your dirty laundry. They've come up with ways to make sure that, okay, we want to make sure we're still squeezing water out that rock, but make sure that they're not breaking down, you know, glass ceilings and, <laughs> and glass windows. All I'm going to say is if you, got, if you have a business that's been doing this for 40 years and you want to come in with, uh, uh, you know, now doing this for five years, which means you have a 35-year head start, shouldn't you kind of, already put things in place from that hold point. on 
Why oh, do they have right. to go through the things WWE? Right. They, they should have right. learned from that. But here's the thing. The reason why they're making those mistakes is because they had one person come in with an idea, and because it built off steam and flew, right, they think that's all they needed to do. That, to me, shows immaturity. And it's sad because this guy has made his money since 2015, when he basically bought True Media Networks or acquired True Media Networks, you would think with having to deal with different personalities of baseball clubs and having to you eat time schedules, people's attitudes. You get what I'm saying? Like he would know this. He doesn't. He was just somebody with a big bank. And that's why I said last week or the well, last time I was on the show, big bank, take little bank. Do you see what I'm saying? I would go into a larger rabbit hole with y'all about a lot of new money that has the same ideals. Oh, well, I got the money. I can do what I do. I can correct my mistakes with a check. You can't. Because your business, and you had mentioned it earlier, Rob, a culture that you allow to happen. This will happen again. It may not be as big as Phil, right? He may not be as loud as Phil, but it's going to be more. There's been more incidents that have happened backstage to where people have been disgruntled. Stuff has happened. People are releasing statements on people that is not, that's not even on the roster, bringing the wrong type of attention to your product. WWE don't have those problems because they make sure that if you have, if you, there's a policy. If you are airing dirty laundry, and as this uh, this this um, uh, article stated, you can be given your final notice because you're protecting a product. And so that's why I say to Tony Khan, and I know you watched the show. Okay, <laughs> I may be just Simon Street, and you may see me as this loudmouth asshole sometimes, but I actually have some education. I have a master's degree in healthcare administration and management and almost didn't graduate my master's program because I had to freaking go through administration courses on HR courses, understanding how to work with different personalities. I'm not saying I'm the expert, my man, but you have enough money to reach out and acquire expertise. You need to tighten up I'm your grabbing. purse strings and you need to tighten up a lot of things because your product is something that will still be here possibly another five years. But if you allow people to come in and dictate what you are supposed to be keeping your house in order, that is why I said, because this is the platform I can say that, I wouldn't say it in the business, but you're running your company like a bitch. The wife who has the woman that claims to be the mistress roll up to the house, a real woman, is not going to argue with that bitch at the door. She's going to wait later on and deal with her house without the bitch there. Some wise words from Simon Street. All right, all right. Um, very interesting. Let me go right to the uh, the third count. This is not even from uh, any particular article. I just threw a question out there, Sin City Steve. Uh, where does uh, where does Punk go from here? And do you believe he's learned his lesson? I mean, what what should, what what do you, you want to see? What what do you think happens to Phil from this this point? Maybe you don't even care, but what's your thoughts? Well, if we're gonna fantasy book this shit. Time heals all wounds, right? This Survivor Series takes place in Chicago, Illinois this year. You WWE ain't gonna touch that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. If there's ever going to be a time that CM Punk returns to WWE, it'll happen at Survivor Series. Um, he, I, I could, I could genuinely I, I see much. him. Mm -hmm. I could genuinely see him in a short-term deal. Working possibly from Survivor Series up through Mania and then being written off TV after Mania. Um, now, 
what they choose to do with that, who knows? I mean, could he I go up? Could he be a, a frontline challenger for maybe I don't know whoever the world heavyweight champion is at the time? I think that that could be a good use of of CM Punk if he was to go back to WWE. Um, I, I, I did see. Would, mm-hmm. I did see that you know people were actually opining for him to go to of all places, and I know I know Impact. You will mark out. <clears throat> CM Punk could very well enter the Impact Zone. Hembrus <laughs> Dirty Dango. <laughs> <laughs> Hell in a cell. Yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 <laughs> it's really interesting to you know to to sit here and kind of guess what what's going to happen. But the fact of it is, I think that there is enough blame to be shared by everybody. Um, to say that Tony Khan is completely, you know, absent of any blame is completely off base. Um, you know, I think that Simon, you hit the nail on the head. He has the resources to essentially pay somebody to handle his talent affairs and his talent relations. Let's actually do that. Let's, let's build that, that layer um, that quite frankly, WWE was very smart to do. You can say what you will about the plane ride from hell with Jim Ross in the talent relations role. But the mere fact is at least they had a talent relations role that was being enforced. Um, now I know, I know that AEW is, uh, you know, they've made mention that they have a disciplinary committee. Uh, I know that, uh, Matt Hardy is on there. A couple of other, um, names that are in the business that have, you know, been established for quite some time are in there. I believe I saw his discipline. Well, yeah, both of them, not, not Jeff, not Jeff. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I I think maybe Chris Daniels is in there too, which if that's the case, obviously given the history between Daniels and punk and Daniel and the bucks, you know, you can say what you will about that being impartial or not. Um, at the end of the day, I genuinely hope that everybody can put this stuff behind them and move forward. However, that's done. I don't know. Uh, Rob, what, what, what is your take, man? Uh, where does he wants to go? He was, if I'm not mistaken, and you guys could correct me, he went to WWE behind the scenes, like, yep. Mm-hmm. June or I mean January something around Christmas time, so he's been putting feelers out there. They don't want him, and you don't want him because if you if you're going from the sense of kayfabe, he he's not going to stick to any script you give him. He's going to want to shoot from the hips. And WWE is too damn scripted now for someone like him to go in there because what is he going to do? He's going to be in a sea of scripted people who are drinking the Kool Aid, and they're drinking the Kool Aid because it's keeping them alive. They, you know, they're, they, I mean, look what Absolutely. they did. Um, and, and again, uh, uh, Tom, uh Tommy N's g- uh, girlfriend, uh, uh, the little one, Selena Vega. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Selena Vega. Vega. Selena Vega. You know why I can't remember her name? Because she's a, she drank the Kool-Aid. She got back in line. They mm-hmm. sold her the rights to herself. That tells you all you need to know. So what are they going to, they, they already know he's toxic. Plus, You've got Cody over there. Cody over there is watching this going, <laughs> I got out. Man. Oh, don't let him in here. Don't let him in here. You don't want that H. 
Paul, you don't want that. Well, H, I'm sure remembers. He worked with them too. Right. Duh. Oh, yeah. But you don't want that now. You, you, you don't want that because where are you going to put them? Who are you going to feed them up against? You're going to put them up against Roman Reigns and they'll just throw barbs. You can't even put him anywhere because there's nobody in WWE that can verbally joust him. Okay. You can't give LA Knight more than yeah to say because if you've noticed when he cuts promos that go for too long, he starts stammering. He always gets back to his few catchphrases and they cut out dummy. So I like him, but he is what he is. The other thing is that we're ignoring is forget about where does he go from here. He's going to get a podcast. He'll go the Jim Cornette route and bitch for the rest of his life. He'll end up on a game show. He'll he'll do he'll do uh, he'll do a reality TV show where he sits in a fucking room and like yep. oh my god you're CM Punk you were that guy who got his ass kicked in his first UFC fight no that's well yeah but that's his future his future is going to be at the fucking Boulevard Mall signing autographs you know that's, that's that's what the fuck his future is and he made that for himself because at the end of the day no matter how bad you're wrong okay. Read How to Win Friends and Influence People. No matter yes. how bad people have treated you, there are, there are people in my lifetime who are complete assholes, but they are genuinely the hero in their world. So there are some people you're never going to argue with them and get them to understand logic, your idea of logic. So there's probably a lot right to what he said, but it doesn't matter. You fought the entire company on two different fronts and lost both times. And then you did come back and you get injured. You're bitching. A, you're frail and you're toxic. He's out. More importantly, we talk as if wrestling is only two companies. Remember when Dixie Carter tried this and grabbed Hulk Hogan and Sting and they had these $20,000. Mm, mafia. Yeah, the main event mafia, and they had the they were filling up the Orleans. Oh, wait, they didn't fill up the Orleans. Nope. I was at AEW. Is now doing that thing where they're zooming into the lower half of the arenas because yeah. the arenas are only half full. Okay. You know, a double yeah. or nothing where the camera was stage left, I guess you say, that entire section was empty. That's about mm, 5,000 seats empty with only a handful of people sitting there. I could have been ringside. That's pathetic. Okay. And how do we go from impact rooms? That kept shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And by the way, Dixie Carter is from an oil tycoon family. They are billionaires too. They couldn't figure it out. So there's no guarantee. And I and I was really hopeful. I'm switching sides. I was really, really hopeful. I mean, think about it. Vince McMahon was famous from being in wrestling where all of these other people have fallback positions. If you have something to fall back on, you look at this as a side project. This is a side project for the Khan family. He's the mm. kid. He's not the breadwinner of the family. The Jacksonville Jaguars will keep them alive. Okay? Yep. He's playing with house money. That Fuck CM Punk. He's done. Okay? CM Punk is going to be like fucking autographing his boots and trying to sell them on Etsy. That's... <laughs> That's where he's at. See him. He's gonna be like Virgil. He's gonna be like Virgil. Like you. He's gonna be like OJ Simpson. See <laughs> Punk is gonna be sitting there with a twenty-two. He gonna steal back his shit. He gonna steal back his shit. That's where he's going, and that's fine. 
You know who can afford to behave like that and get rehired? Sammy Callahan can afford to behave like that and get rehired yeah. because there's only one promotion that's going to take them and they know it. And you're like, fine, you know what? Let them cool off. We'll see you in three months. You know, maybe drop 10 pounds. You, on the other hand, CM Punk, you're somewhat of a household name and you should know better, but you you clearly don't. And as for uh, Koki Khan, um, great, you know. You're staring into the, the fucking camera all coked up. You're telling us you comped 8,000 tickets at Wembley, but the rest was all you and it was legit. That's like having the steroid talk. No, this is pure. These tickets results were pure. Okay. Vince McMahon gave himself no out. He said, hey, I was watching an interview of Vince McMahon talking to Howard Stern, and he said, look, before I got there, my dad was a nice guy. There was lots of other small promotions and territories, and you were not allowed to touch them. I said, fuck that. He didn't say it in those words, but he said, I bought them. My dad didn't like it. I did it anyway. He learned to master it. And yes, he covered up. He's got a lot of skeletons in the closet, a lot of holes in the desert. But he still survived it for, for better or for worse. If, 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 if Tony Khan fails, he doesn't fail. He still has money to lean back on. Okay, CM Punk screwed himself because he doesn't have that kind of money. CM Punk needs to stay relevant. They're not going to take him. If they do, it'll be like remember when Christian K when Christian showed up at Royal Rumble two seasons ago. There was no talk that he was going to bring back Edge and Christian. Like, oh, look how old he is. Oh, don't get hurt. He fought Randy Orton, and they're like, oh, please, Christian, don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Then a year later, he's a champion elsewhere. That's what they think of him. They can afford to take somebody. WWE can afford to take a mistake and go, mm, Christian, now nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna gamble on you. Okay. Tony Khan is still getting WWE sloppy seconds. That's what he's getting. He's three quarters of that roster is WWE people. The people who you oh, you talk about Darby Allen. Okay. Darby Allen shows up with an 18-year-old kid. Is that kid gonna be there next year? Oh, top flight. Action Andretti. These guys have become uh, uh, enhancement talent. So the homegrown people are enhancement talent. The names that you know of that are household legends. Oh, well, they were all in Ring of Honor. Let's cut that shit. Oh, well, CM Punk was in Ring of Honor fighting Samoa Joe 15 years ago. No, CM Punk was doing the pipe bomb and became famous. Nobody gave a shit that he fought Samoa Joe at, 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 at Ring of Honor. You cared about that three in the morning when you were flipping channels and like, who are these two guys? Okay. He didn't get famous for that. He screwed himself up. He con is approached from he's famous. It'll give me money. It's like what um, Joel, uh, Joe Steinbrenner would say from the uh, George Steinbrenner from the Yankees would say, I want people who are going to put asses in seats. So they brought Jason Giambi onto the Yankees. Giambi was savage on till he got to the Yankees. Then he had, oh, my eye, my contact lens. Oh, I have a, a staph infection. Oh, I'm hurt. He never put up the numbers that we were promised. Same thing with CM Punk. He mm -hmm. never gave what we were promised. He gave us a couple of good promos with MJF, but that's really more MJF. Because what did MJF do? Oh, the Jew boy one he did. You're in tears. You never know if this guy's playing you. That's even more powerful. He eclipsed CM Punk. Okay, so now MGF beat you. Now what? You have nothing. You're injured. You're frail. Your ego is in shambles. I mean, you got missing teeth. 
You, you, you go fucking dye your hair. You've only been gone seven years. No reason to look like a freaking gray, hairy nutsack. You, you looked flabby, and that went over during the post-attitude era because they wanted some guy who looked like he was straight edge. But now we're back into this, this uh, space where everyone's rippled. So I don't know where you think you're going to come out looking flabby, and I'm supposed to cheer for you. Where are you going to go from here? If anything, me... Japan Pro Wrestling, Dark Horse shows up, does a few matches, goes over the crowd, cheers for him. He goes, by the way, Joni Laura sands the drugs. He just withers away. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Simon Street, where, where do you think? Where does, where does Punk go from here? Do you think he learned his lesson? Where does, does, does Tony Khan learn his lesson? Or do we, because he just continues. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at some point, we've got to figure, he's got to figure this out, or I don't see how it's going to. Tony Khan's taking the wrong bumps. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of Tony Khan taking bumps, uh, let's put it this way. I'm going to get that one out of the way. Tony not going to learn his lesson because, as you did say, Robin, it was true. For him, this is not a a ship he's setting sail on the destination of his dreams. This is an opportunity for him to interface with people that he's a fan of. Um, And it's, it's sad because a lot of the people that's here um, you know, who are your now development talent at AEW are people that, although right now may look uh, not up to the task, if put in the right position and with the right people to grant their tutelage, could be something. And I'm even saying that about Darby Allen. That motherfucker annoys the shit out of me. I, I just, I, he's somebody I want to have a pot belly and some fucking, some abs and shit. But goddamn. <laughs> Every time I watch neither. Darby, I know, but every time I watch Darby Alley, I feel like I'm watching Smash Brothers. Remember how Smash Brothers, when they first came out, they get flung around and shit, and they still, all right, I, I digress. But um, CM Punk, it, look, I, and I even said it uh, in the chat, guys, uh, and I even said it on my social media. CM Punk does have a legacy. You would be remiss as a fan of this product to say he does not have by hook or crook, or by chance of maybe he didn't piss off somebody on Wednesday and was nice to somebody on Thursday and Friday, you know, he deserves his Sunday. And I still believe that WWE is the pasture where old wrestlers go to lay down and die. And I know it sounds mean, but I'm saying in the sense of the package that can be had if he can be compliant. So, and I say that, and, and I know, guys, I know, and we're not going to go down that road because that's going to be another 10, 15 minutes. And, and y'all ain't going back and cutting my time. So what I'm saying is this. If Punk can be compliant or, as I said before, simplistic, all right, if that ball's in his court, WWE could come to terms and bring back in. I see that 120% because it's an even exchange. WWE can exploit the fuck out of everything he did that made him famous, because you are right, Rob. The pipe bomb is what made that man fucking famous. I did watch him and Brian Danielson oh, and Samoa Joe in, in, in ROH, but I was a small number of people of the bigger masses of wrestling fans that ever knew CM Punk. I would like to see him be able to come back, chill the fuck out, be able to get with little, little flowers, even though some people probably are like middle finger when the camera's not looking at him, get his Hall of Fame uh induction at some point and that's it you ain't got to really do no matches do you see what i'm saying 
go in on a uh, WWE's Legends contract, which is usually what about a year sometimes. I don't know. I, I think the Dudleys just signed their uh, Legends contract. So wherever that is, do that. Have them do a couple of matches here and there. Nothing high title game. I know Punk or Fields won't want to do that, but you got to look at the writing on the wall, man. I've been watching a good, 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 good show you should watch. It's called One Piece. I watched the anime and they made a live action. And there's a part on there where the old pirates are basically saying, look, it's their time. We got to get out the way. And I'm paraphrasing. And if you watched One Piece, the anime, they kind of talked about that a little bit too. My daughter watched One Piece. I, I know she does. I know she, every, everybody's daughter and son oh. watches One Piece now. Is she 40? That show's been on for like years and years yes, it has. and years. Yes, it, and has. years. Well, well, it came out in 1997, but I digress again. My point that I'm saying is, is, is feel just like about the other uh, couple wrestlers. You really need to look at what you have left, right? Okay, we tease Sting all the time, all right? I'm a little pissed off. I want Sting to come back to WWE so he get the Hall of Fame. I, I'm, I'm not satisfied with him having TNA uh, Hall of Fame. No offense to TNA and what they did for him, or was it Impact? I think it was Impact. By the time they were Impact, I, I, I'm not satisfied with that. That is a man that had a long journey, and he deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Do you see what I'm saying? That's one example. Phil's another person. Yes, he's riddled with a whole bunch of problems, but come on. They were saying the same thing about fucking Macho Man Randy Savage. They were saying the same thing about the Ultimate Warrior. Do you see what I'm saying? Go in your last little bit of your legacy that's intact and just float brother just float that's all i'm saying just float <laughs> my brother that's all i got to say Did you right, know right. fuck no it's gonna take him a while because he's stubborn as all get out of here but maybe age will get him to calm down hallelujah hallelujah for those who's watching we see rob changed his background to a pipe bomb <laughs> I was, I, I was thinking you were going to move your head and it was going to start having animation where it's like ticking. There you go. <laughs> and like going down. And then, I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, man. And uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to uh, to, to Jeremy. Uh, yeah. Checking in with us Definitely. and throwing in his comments. Appreciate um, you, Mr. Mr. Williams. Yes, man. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I, I guess the bottom line, and I think we always say, is that we we want even me, I want AEW to be successful because I believe in healthy competition. Uh, you know, the 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 one thing that I I I tell you, I really did hate. I thought it was cool for a second, but I quickly pivoted, going, "No, nah, that's not good." It was back when WWE purchased WCW. You know, I was just like, "Oh, sh you know." And, and first, it's exciting to think, "Yeah, we took them down," and then you go, "Oh, fuck, damn, we took them down." <laughs> You know, and, yep. and we knew what was going to happen from that, right? So, so it's important to 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 and, and and listen. I'll be honest with you. It should be for a point that if 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 AEW was getting to a point where they were not going to make it, I, you know, it would be great if Vince be like, here, take a little extra money and give it to mm -hmm. them, you know, to keep them keep them surfacing, you know, and and not buy it because we know what type of product we get when there's no competition. So. Yeah. It's not um, the money, it's the mindset. They've got the money. They've got McMahon yeah. money. Well, they exactly. just don't know what to do with it. Well, and also, too... Well, let me ask you this. If it keeps going down, like, if things don't keep working out, is, is Daddy Con going to just keep allowing Son Con to, to spend it? If oh, no. 
Oh, oh I, I can answer that real quick. Um, I don't see them pulling the plug real quick because here's the thing. Even a failing business can be a successful business. And in, in AEW, if you have still money going in, because let's put it this way. Let's just say AEW is a shit show in the next two years, like horribly bad. Like like Steve don't even fuck with him no more. That's that's how bad it got. <laughs> All right, like, like this motherfucker now call me talking about man. Did you watch WWE Raw that that day? That day, right? That day, so okay, I'm just right. I, no, no, I'm being real. So, yeah. but even then, you got to realize the advantage in business you do have by still having a product that has the con name on there. So later on, you could scrap that, merge that, slap new lipstick on a donkey, and call it something else. That's still your product. Yeah. So at the end of the day, there's still investors that knows that AEW for a while was two year, a year ago wasn't doing good on ratings and they were still going to get them contracts still going to get them opportunities because any business that can keep itself afloat is a business that some people are going to want to put into well that's like TNA remember it was TNA yep. Impact and then they sold it and it's mm -hmm. Impact Wrestling so they could call mm -hmm. it AEW Dynamite and they could sell it it becomes Dynamite Wrestling and you'll see it on the Pursuit Channel at 4 in the morning <laughs> 100%. I'm gonna watch my deers in hunting and then watch my wrestling. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't fucking come to that. right now. Don't forget to get yours the Bell and Howell tactical flashlight. Yes, yes. The Bell Only and Howell tactical flashlight for that. Patriots everywhere. Back to <laughs> AEW. 100, man. Hey, hey, if you was a TNA fan, you knew about that TNN, TNN shit because I'd have to catch oh, it yeah. later at night because I worked the swing ship and didn't get off in time. I'd watch that shit and all the commercials, bro. I swear. Just like WCW late in the night would have Girls Gone Wild. Not a Patriot flash. <laughs> First of all, I know where they where they shot Girls Gone Wild and that bar is no longer there. They turned into apartment complexes. It was called the Thirsty Turtle. And it was in White Plains, New York, off Mamaronic Avenue. And everyone knew it was called the Dirty Turt. And they'd give these girls complimentary shooters. And there's always Connecticut girls because they were always the only ones dumb enough to fall for that. Oh, my God. Tiffany, Tiffany. Oh, my God. I'm so glad we left Bridgeport with this. We can't get in with our IDs and, and the Roxy in New York, but we can get into White Plains. Oh, my. Hey, girls, come in. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's always some balding dude with like three gold chains. You know, I know it's Friday. I'm not supposed to be out this late. But anyways, girls, hey, uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Hey, girls, hey, you know what? Uh, you guys seem to be really good friends there. Huh? I had uh, a couple more shooters. Huh? Oh, I love shooters. Just sign this first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Do we check IDs? Yeah. Oh, we don't need to check IDs. Don't worry about that. You're <laughs> yep. cool. I'm cool. You know what? <laughs> cool. You cool. like skiing? Oh, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of snow here. There's a lot of snow. Hey, we've got some fresh powder. <laughs> Wait, that's too much. Oh. oh, God. Let me end this show, man. I, I oh, It was shit. exciting, man. I, Real I, talk, though. Real talk. By the way, that's where Impact Wrestling is holding its anniversary show about three blocks from there. <laughs> oh, I'm shit. not joking. They literally so are. <laughs> so uh, just really quick to button up the, uh, yeah. the cease and desist. Yeah, so uh, I guess I guess AEW informed the Young Bucks of a legal letter sent to the company uh, that claimed they had violated the agreement from months back to not talk negatively about the other uh, the other publicly uh, named individuals, um, and supposedly it was from a BTE skit uh, with a storyline that had started years ago about Matt mm -hmm. Jackson screwing up an endorsement deal uh, where he where he uh, was brought back. Uh, where he had secured some sort of another deal that was going to make him rich and, 
and all this other kind of stuff. But that deal went awry. So they had to work forever. And it's like Punk's name was never mentioned in that. No, it was how Bill is Fuchs. that even how how the fuck is that even like I, I I've never understood that. Um, but also the uh the thing that I just recently came out is that the Young Bucks did actually say that they would sit down and work with CM mm-hmm. Punk they did say that. if if mm-hmm. they had a six month period where there was no drama involving CM Punk. Sure did. So so basically this was before the uh you know the stuff with Jack Perry with the real glass and you know everything unfolded with that. But yeah, according to reports, the Young Bucks were willing to work with him as long as he just kind of, you know, came into work, did his, what was expected of him, and that was it. But he couldn't even do that for six months. So you know, it's, it's, so it's the, just so it's just a terrible environment, man. So he, went, you know, he knew he was going into AEW. Exactly. He knew the people who were running the company. Exactly. He knew it was built off the four of those guys and Cody Rhodes. He knew but Cody you know Rhodes what it was, left though, the Rob? company. But you know what it was, Rob? And, and I'm starting to realize as we're putting the pieces together. You know how you know somebody that you work with, you don't like them, everybody want them to get fired, and they couldn't fire them the first time. It's just there's no way, right? Right? So then they set up the terms. Knowing that this person eventually is going to fucking trip on the shoestring. Everybody at the job ready to be report. We're reporting everything. That's basically what this looks like. We knew he was going to get back so that we could legally make sure we fired him. Everybody was about that business. And I'm not saying that people at AEW was negative because I ain't there, but I'm saying in the sense of they was fed up with him. The only drawing that, that's, that Phil has is that he still has heat, can heat heels. Wherever he goes, you're, you're going to get numbers. And, and that's the only thing he has going for him. And that's why I said the legacy part. Like, okay, dude, WWE will take you back. And they have the system to lock down and suppress your ass. They really yep. do. You will be com- you will learn to be compliant. <laughs> he did a springboard off the lower rope and got hurt, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. He broke his foot. Mm-hmm. Now, WWE, I find their matches to be very slow paced. Even if I fast forward them, they're still too damn long for hey. me. Hey, man. They are. They are. It's okay though, man. Oh, that paced. gives us opportunities Don't- to eat wings and 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 to get bathroom breaks and shit like that. It ain't like dynamite to where literally I turned around to like <laughs> chastise my kids and the match boom, is boom, boom, boom. and then the new one's starting. I'm like, whoa, shit. And, that, and I've always, and, and they were saying that on Busted Open that you have one match ending and they're going up the ramp and then yep. another match starting yeah. and you're, you're trying to rush the, bleed all these stories together. That's a separate yep. topic for CM yeah. Punk. The guy is that seven years is real ring rust to me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. I and he's doing to go to sleep and he's not even getting the knee fully extended up. I'm not believing it. The guys are overselling all the spots when it comes to him. I mean, Hangman Adam Page does that buckshot Larry. You're like, Jesus. Moxley doesn't hold back punches. And I've met him and he really is that whacked out in real life. I love the guy. He's actually a really, really great guy. But yeah. you you see him, and you're like Oh my God, are these guys going to kill me if I say the wrong thing? <laughs> and, and that's the thing. So now you've got this guy who is frail for all intents and purposes, and he's a prima donna. Tony Storm's doing it for kayfabe. He's doing it in real life. 
you might as well put him in the little nighty going, oh my God, tits out, girls, tits out. Because that's where he's at right now. Watch for the fucking shoe. Watch for the shoe. Well, first of all, um, excuse me, excuse me, Dan Housen, can I get your shoes? Mine don't fit. <laughs> and by the way, Dan Housen is more fucking entertaining. Tell me when Dan Housen shows up and just crawls out of the ring corner and just... I'd rather see that than see this guy fucking slink away through a match at 50%. Oh, he dressed up like a luchador. Okay. Wait a minute. That's How a much money of, do you have? How famous are you? You can't well, afford listen, a partial tooth? Listen, you, you, talk, you talk shit about uh, CM Punk now, but you know what? He was a big fan when he was on the show and you know you heard his song come out and y'all just pop for it all the time so don't act like you rather not see him oh, now oh, because oh, he's oh, old oh. and frail and oh, wait a minute wait a minute you were the first one who said dj over here says all the time oh i don't watch uh, i don't watch AEW. i don't watch AEW. I don't. He oh did. well, okay then. So then, well, what this, is it? Well, I, 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 I saw when you guys pop for him. I, I do. Uh -huh. I, I watch enough look, of that. He starts to show because look, he started out. There was potential yeah. there. Do you want to know potential. why people pop out for CM Punk? You want to know why people pop out for CM Punk? Why, why is that? Because they want to have the nostalgia glasses put yeah. back on, and that's what he has. And I will be honest with you: could he pull that shit off again? Fuck the fuck, yeah, he could. But you gotta have a yep. daddy. You ever heard that song? Can you be my daddy? Dad, that's what CM Punk need. When I say daddy, he need a daddy to be able to tell him what he can't and can't do. I'm just being real. <laughs> All right. You know the song I'm talking about? He do. And I'm saying he go to WWE, he gonna have that daddy. You think about it, there's truth in that because he teamed up with Paul Heyman for a while. And Paul Heyman, for that, for that run that he had with Paul Heyman. Uh, you were like, oh, okay, they're dialing him in, and he and he yeah. rode that. He went from a heel to a face to a heel. He was on a roller coaster with Heyman, yeah. and it worked because Paul Heyman knows the business. Yep. But on his yeah, own, no, on his own, he's a disaster. <laughs> but 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 All again, right. I'm saying, man, CM Punk, he gonna do it. Impact, you're gonna be happy. You're gonna have your slippers on. You're going to have your wings. Anyway. It's going to happen in a year. It's going to happen in a year. All right. <laughs> Guys, look, thank you for hanging out with us. We talked for an hour about CM. Well, congrats Park. to Tommy Dreamer. Well, why winning is that? About winning the digital media belt. They gave oh, him a belt. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, From, good for uh, what you call it. From what you call it. Every time I see uh, Tommy, I just go, why? Just stay in the back. Don't walk to the I room. think a subway. I think um, a subway. Every time I see Tommy Dreamer, I think a subway. These are the before. A hundred percent. Every time. I'm telling you. If I All see right. him today, I'm thinking I'm going to subway. Listen, everybody, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We appreciate it. This was so much fun. Uh, we're going to do our final thoughts, though. I'm going to start with Simon Street. What do you want to tell the good people out there? Uh, you know what, guys? Uh, you know, I said a little bit earlier, um, and, and maybe you don't watch anime, you know, but uh, One Piece. And, and the reason why I say this is I grew up watching One Piece, and I shared it with people who don't give a shit about anime, and they found it to be very, very entertaining. Um, so, you know, uh, do yourself a favor. It's, it's a fun it's a fun little bit of suspension. Let's put it this way. If your ass watched Waterworld, it's 20 times better than Waterworld. I'll leave okay. it at that. <laughs> Damn near anything's better than Waterworld. <laughs> uh, good city, man. What you want to tell the folks? 
All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Also, very special thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands, foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we'd love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, repsports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. All right, perfect. Rob, what words you got, man? Well, first of all, if you want to see me act like an idiot and half the time dressed up like Donald Trump, uh, go to Boss Comedy, B-O-C-E Comedy on all your socials. Um, give Dexter Loomis some time. Bring him over to uh, AEW with an axe. And then anyone, anyone screws up, the gimmick can just be he just kills them. <laughs> just, he comes back as Sam Shaw, and then somebody complains, and he just throws an axe at them. It'll be brilliant. <laughs> You know, and then you can have AEW blood sport. <laughs> hey, don't get Mox, don't 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 Mox get them Lee ideas, bro. That'll yeah, be a pay per view. Yeah, Moxley will be on that match real quick. Right, right, yep. right. Well, you know, he bleeds from a light breeze, but uh, uh, and then if they need help, they can get Donald Trump to help them because they need some billionaires, billionaires. Oh, that's true. To help them, if they, they said that they're going to make me an automatic grand champion, it's going to be brilliant, and I'm going to it's going to be. A tremendous events like you've never seen before. We're going to have the parking lot of the Meadowlands Arena. And, and we're going to have a ring dance. It's going to be a very good show. Thank you. He did the hand movements and everything. <laughs> yep. The only missing is your head. Take your head off. That was awesome. Too. Yeah, uh, man. I, you'll see me on Boss Comedy. I'm in full Trump gear. Hair and all. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh, man. That's awesome, man. All right, man. Thanks, Rob, for hanging out with us. And we'll see you guys next week when uh, we do it all over again. All right. Take care and peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. <laughs>